So my idea is a sci-fi idea about what a city of the future will look like. And I did a podcast a couple episodes ago about it, and I'm going to build off of that. So my idea from before, it's basically a city made of building blocks that stack up on top of each other. So it's one big building. So the city is divided into a grid of squares. Um, They're all the same size, like 200 foot by 200 foot. And the buildings will be composed of blocks that stack on top of each other. And like Legos? Kind of like Legos, but... Uh, but more bigger, like Duplos? <laughs> n- you know, yeah, obviously bigger. <laughs> I'm sorry. I kids play with Duplos a lot. So. <laughs> uh, so basically they won't stack directly on top of each other. What they'll do is at the four corners of, the, of a block, there'll be pillars. And those pillars stack on top of each other. And then the blocks of the building attached to the pillars on the sides of them. And that allows you to slide a block out that's underneath another block without the whole thing coming down. So like a game of Jenga? (laughs) Kind of, yeah. So basically the city can grow and shrink dynamically based on uh, where people want to live. Okay. And so, like, New York, they run out of building space. The skyscraper, once it's there, you can't add any more height to it. Okay. This, the idea is that the pillars are all built to, well, like, 40, 50 stories high, whatever the height is. And so you can add and remove them on demand. So like you could, like, take your whole later. home and just move wherever, and you wouldn't have to pack or really anything. You just... Exactly. And, like, it, and the, the pillars that hold up the blocks that make up the buildings will contain all of the electricity, plumbing, and even elevators. So, like, you just, all you have to do is tap into the, the pillar that has, yeah. that supplies your water, your um, your sewage, your electrical. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That's kind of neat. That's a cool idea. And it just, so, like, clicks in, and you can click it out. Yeah. Yep. That makes you super portable, like, if you get a job somewhere. Like, ah, exactly. okay, just click, pull it on. It's almost job. like the small houses. Have you guys heard about yeah. small houses? Yeah. They're, like, built on trailer beds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not, but it is. But, it, you know, it's, it's portable cool, living. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. so the other aspect about it, the city would own the pillars. The city would own the empty space. So they would rent out the empty space where the block would go, but okay. people own the blocks. Yeah, yeah. That's like cool. uh, like living in a trailer. Yeah, lot. You you yeah. are paying for your lot rent, and then but you own the trailer. When you move, you are required to move the trailer or get rid of it or sell it. Yeah, yeah but they're nicer than trailers. They're, they're, oh, yeah. no. And they're like 200 foot by 200 foot. They're big. Okay. And yeah. they can, you can split them up. It could be like an HOA fee when you live in a condominium community. Mm-hmm. You have to pay fees to be there in the condo. So yeah. you yeah. pay them for the water and electricity and all the maintenance. You own the condo but you per pay, se. Yeah, but yeah. You, pay the, you pay the maintenance stuff. Yeah, and so you can think of the, the plumbing going up and down the pillars as vertical sewer and the elevator as vertical road or transportation and the electricity as vertical power line so it's just extending what the city always does anyway in the vertical direction okay Um, and you can also have roads going sideways like they won't rent out all of the empty space for buildings like it won't just be elevators going up and down the city will make like Bicycle paths like 40 stories up going sideways and stuff. Okay. So there'll be a 3D transportation grid. So everybody won't have to go all the way down to the bottom to, to go anywhere sideways. That's cool. Okay, so that's the idea from last time. 
So with that idea, eventually the city will be limited in height because the pillars can no longer support the weight to add any more oh, height like to physics. the blocks. Unless, and this is the, the solution to that, so the square blocks that are 200 foot by 200 foot wide, I, I had them like one to four stories high was the limit I put. Like you wouldn't want the blocks to be too high. And you want, you want them to be easily move around. So if they're four, if it's a four block chunk, it'll be harder to move it around to get it seriously big cranes. No, you wouldn't have cranes. Well, how would you get them in and out? There would be like six inch high platform that could like slide underneath things. Oh, and like move it up like and down. A, and move it up and down, and it would just attach oh, to the pillars around Almost like around a lift. It. Yeah, like oh, a lift. Yeah. Like they do that in some parking garages in Europe yep. and in Japan. Yeah. So anyway, once you get really tall, that system won't work. So my idea is for the four-story high block, the bottom story you would live on, the top three stories would be a vacuum. So it would be like a hot air balloon or a blimp. It would be neutrally buoyant in, in air. Wow. So it wouldn't wouldn't require any weight on the it would just the, the the beam would just hold it it would be a place saver but it wouldn't put any yeah. extra like weight onto the beam. The pillar would be like an yeah. anchor, and then yeah. that would be like a hot air balloon almost. So my thought was that if you look at a blimp, it it's huge, and then there's a tiny little thing on the bottom where the people are, like the Hindenburg. Maybe a bad example. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's really old so technology. Don't use it on the... Hydrogen. So that's really old technology. Right. And it has a motor and a lot of fuel that it's holding up. This won't have any fuel. It won't need thick walls because it's inside of a 3D city. It doesn't need to withstand the weather. It's a vacuum on the top. It's not helium, so it's lighter. It'll be using like newer lightweight plastics and stuff. Okay. Instead of whatever the Hindenburg used, like wood or whatever. <laughs> so the the idea is maybe you have one floor of living space and then three s floors of vacuum space in the solid block uh, that can give it lift. Maybe you need a couple more. Maybe you need five or six stories of that. But whatever. Okay. And so basically, the top six stories would be like a solid square with like a pump that just pumps out the air to make it a vacuum. Basically, you'd have these buoyant blocks that are either almost weigh nothing or they're actually floating and holding up the weight of the pillars. So the pillars anchor it down, but they're also the buildings are sort of lifting up the pillars. So the pillars oh. don't the weight doesn't pile onto the pillars either. Okay. So you could keep going higher and higher and higher. And it's not adding any kind of compression to, the, yeah. to those below. And so there's a limit to how high you'll go because, like, if people climb Mount Everest, they get, like, nitrogen poisoning because there's not enough oxygen right. up there. That's right. It's the death zone. <laughs> yeah. So I looked at what the highest major city in the world is. I would I'd, die. It's I in have South a heart America. Condition. I don't process anything very well. You do? Yeah, I have a pacemaker too. So oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, I uh, I don't do well without oxygen. Like I've been in Colorado and stuff too, and I don't do well in Denver. So yeah, it's not that it's not that, it's not that bad. I just don't function as well. So just smoke weed. <laughs> yeah, so I shouldn't. So but the tallest major city it would <laughs> is El Alto, Bolivia, at an elevation of two point five miles high, and it has over a million people. And so my thought was, we could maybe go three miles high with this system. 
So they could have a football team, like, you know, in Denver, they like the Mile High City, and their teams would be better. Right. Yeah, they could have a football team, like the Three Mile High. Anyway, the tallest building in the world is the Burj Khalifa in Dubai, just over half a mile high from the ground up. And so my system would allow it up to go up to three miles high. Jeez. And I looked about, if it's that tall, will it snow at the top? And then I looked up the uh, latitude of New York and whether or not a three-mile-high mountain or this would... Would accumulate snow? Snow, like a yeah. permanent snow line. And the answer is yes. So you'd have to get rid of snow if it was in New York. Gotcha. Or Detroit. Or you just buy, like, an mm-hmm. island in, in the tropics. And- I actually found an article about a group of people in the Netherlands who wanted to build an artificial mountain that was 1.2 miles high. And they concluded that it was possible with a few billion dollars if it was hollow. And this is a hollow thing. And you'd have to make it to look sort of like a mountain. It'd have to gradually go up in height so the wind doesn't hit like a three-mile-high wall. <laughs> right. So it would, it would be basically an artificial mountain with like living space inside of it. And maybe we could get the Netherlands to, uh, to pay for it. And also, the United Arab Emirates wanted to build a mountain to make it rain. But they decided it was too expensive, and instead they use what's called cloud seeding, which is they just put some chemical in the air and it makes it ring. Huh. Weird. Um, That's like magic. <laughs> and so, yeah, since mountains can make it rain, because as the air, yeah. the moist air hits the mountain, it goes up higher where it's colder, and then the rain and it falls. Comes back and it, it, it can work so well that, like in the Andes, like in the Chile, the warm, moist air coming from the jungle east to west hits the Andes Mountains and it's so dry and chilly that they have those like, have you ever heard of the Nazca lines? Uh, it's basically these uh, Native American, not Native Americans, Native South Americans yeah. arrange these rocks on the desert floor oh, yeah, they're- and they're shaped like weird like hummingbirds and stuff. Hmm. And basically there's so little rain that the rain never washed away the rocks so like thousands of years later they're still there. Neat. So it's a really powerful weather manipulation tool. So my thought is, if you had these tall cities everywhere, you could control the weather. So, for example, like tornadoes. Tornadoes happen mostly in the United States because warm, moist air comes from the Gulf of Mexico up, and it hits the cool air coming from the Rocky Mountains west to east, and then they they join and it causes a tornado. Right. So if, let's say, all along the Gulf of Mexico, you have these yeah, mountain-high yeah. cities. Uh, well, and it would create certain ethical issues, too, because if you build a bunch, uh, let's say, in the U.S., you build a bunch, and it affects the climate and the weather in, say, Mexico or another country, and it causes a drought or something. Like, there's ethical issues you would have, like, yeah. with the U.N. And, and just around the world, like... As Americans, you'd be like, we can do it anyway. You know, I don't know. what There are ethical issues you'd have to deal with, too, like if you change the weather. And the other thing is, you're assuming that it's a fixed height, but the whole point of the system was that it's adjustable and you can move things around. So it would be ever-changing, so you couldn't even adapt. Yeah. You would so you never could, know. You could change it based on the weather forecast. Oh, I see. Oh, that's you, cool. That's so really cool. So you can cool. prevent a tornado, but then yeah. does that alter the weather elsewhere in the world and cause issues for other people? Yeah, you'd have to figure it out. Okay, so one last point. So, if if the blocks are lighter than air, you could use them to construct a flying city. So, like all of that, like, like the Jetsons, like the Jetsons or like uh, steampunk. So basically, the buildings would be holding up 
the city. Normally people view it the other way, like on the bottom there's like something lifting it up. Or right. Like, in this case, it'd be the buildings holding up the city. There wouldn't be much of a ground layer. Maybe you'd have like a small like airport that people could land in a tiny airplane on, probably not 747. But then you'd have like under the ground, like on the bottom, you'd have like a big motor. Like a so, plant. would you be eliminating like uh, I don't nature <laughs> then? Because where would you go for walks unless you have nature in this? You know, well, if it's a sky city, you'd probably want it up really high, and it's probably too high for right. you to uh, be it, outside. Wouldn't that be depressing, then? Yeah, I think I'd get seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. I'd need more Lexapro. <laughs> and so, yeah, so you could live way up high, but you'd have to be indoors most of the time. Right. Or you could lower it once it's in a like while. A, it's like a gamer city. Anyway, so if you have these sky cities, well, you could float cities up and just have them be up there, or... This could solve like third world poverty because you could construct an entire city in the U.S., fly it somewhere poor where there's no infrastructure to build a city and just plop it there and just leave it there. And you could also put cities in cold places like on the top of mountains or in Antarctica or like uh, places where you normally couldn't build a city because it's too hard to build roads there. And then uh, the other thought was that uh, if there was a nuclear war or a big... Like, they say that Yellowstone Park is a giant volcano yeah. that could erupt. Super volcano. If that erupted and, like, covered the world with ash, maybe you could have the floating cities float above the ash. Right. And save the world. Okay. So, basically, this idea solves third world poverty, or helps with it, because you can plop cities in poor They have areas. to maintain it, so that's another issue, like... Yeah. Because you don't want this, these houses to start falling off of it. It controls the day. weather. <laughs> yeah. It uh, could save humanity. I missed a few points, but that's the gist of my idea. I'm comedian Megan Coddington. And I am comedian Carrie McCabe. I'm your host, Tom Walma. This is Creativity Wasted. Thanks, Carrie McCabe, Megan Coddington Heath, Steve Gay, and James Jenkins for appearing on the podcast. Thanks, Hard Knocks Grill in Jackson, Michigan, for letting me record there. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening.